Welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. This is another episode of Dictations, and in this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks a lot about obesity, uh, more specifically, the myths of, ob- of obesity. And this is one of my favorite conversations that I get to have with him. His point of view on weight loss and obesity is just different than most other people I talk to it about. So um, I, I really think you guys are going to get a lot out of this. Thank you for coming over from the doctor's note. We get to go into a little more depth in this conversation. So I think I still think you'll get a ton out of it. Um, one more thing, we have Black Friday all week long. So if you're a patient, uh, whether it's in Knoxville, Kingsport, Johnson City, all you got to do is give any one of those offices a call. We're taking prepays for almost every service we do and every product we offer. So take advantage of that. That's going on all week long. Um, I'm not going to take any more of your time. Um, Enjoy the conversation. Uh, This is Dr. Rogers talking about myths of obesity. Enjoy. Dr. Rogers, one of the things I enjoy listening to you talk about the most is obesity and your your message surrounding obesity. Um, today, I wanted to ask you a little bit about some of the myths that uh, that we hear uh, regarding obesity. Hey, Ben. Yeah, this is going to be a great podcast, I hope, for everybody to learn a little bit. And one note is that I love to listen to podcasts myself. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And a lot of times when I listen to them, they get so long and detailed and drug out that by the end of the hour or so, I'm just left wondering, you know, my mind's blanked out and I don't know what the heck they're trying to say. So I hope that in these podcasts, um, one thing that I think I'm pretty good at is sinking it down to something pretty simple. And th- it's not simple, but over the many years I practiced and read, studied, traveled, I can kind of sink it down into something that's short and simple, and, and you need to believe it because it's true. So obesity is one of the things that I love talking about, and one of the things I think I'm really way ahead of the game on because I've treated so much of it, and I've studied a lot of it. Um, so yeah, there are a lot of myths about obesity. Um, the first one I want to address is, is obesity a choice? 88% of the general public thinks it is a choice. One out of three doctors believes it's a choice. But no, it's not a choice. It's a disease. Why? Well, because it's associated with impaired body function. It results from a dysfunction of a complex physiological regulatory system. It causes over 160 comorbid conditions. So it's really a disease as well as a risk factor. Most people think, well, it's just a risk factor for diabetes or high cholesterol or hypertension or cancer, which it is, but it's really a disease in itself. And that's what makes it, the treatment of it so complex. When doctors see a patient, I call obesity the elephant in the room. And that's because the patient comes in to see you for something like your cholesterol, their diabetes or the numbers or their depression or their arthritis in the joint. And they're sitting there and they weigh 250 pounds or they're skinny, but have a pot belly and nobody wants to 
even talk about that. So, you know, being an integrated medical doctor, I try to get to the root of the problem. And the older I get, the more direct I am. It's easier for me just to kind of bring things up. I'm not ashamed or embarrassed about bringing things up. And the patient shouldn't be as well because they're in there for help. So we need to address the elephant in the room, i.e. you're obese. And that's causing all kinds of problems with you. Um, Now, why don't doctors address this? Well, number one is lack of knowledge itself. I mean, just like I said, a third of them don't even believe it's a disease. They think it's a choice. Um, And it certainly is not a choice. Um, Also, the patient's kind of worried that they're going to get a certain lecture again as i.e. Well, it's simple. Eat less and exercise more. I, I used to tell my patients that 20 years ago, but it's so much more complex than that. Um, it's really not a self-inflicted disease. It, it, it's so multifactorial. Granted, people may, may not know what to eat. The doctor probably doesn't know what to tell them. They've been telling people to eat low-fat diets, which is probably the worst thing you can possibly do. Um, so some of the myths that I want to address, um, number one, we just talked about it. It's self-inflicted. It's not. Two, weight manage is simple. It's a simple math equation. No, it's not a simple math equation. Three, it's lack of discipline or willpower. It's not a lack of willpower at all. Um, it's only found in developing countries. No, it's it's found in um, more increasingly in uh, third world nations. I mean, look at India. Um, look at the Pacific uh, Island nations. It's, it's not only in developed countries. Granted, the United States is one of the worst. And a lot of it has to do with the quality of food, no doubt. But it, it becomes much more complex than that. Um, another thing that's a myth is that dietary modifications are fads. They're not really fads. I mean, they do work. But unless you figure out the root of the problem or the causes and then maintain treatment for it, then, uh, you know, it's a losing cause. Um, one thing I emphasize to all my patients is that treatment needs to be individualized. You know, at performance medicine, of course, we're about individual medicine. Everybody's different. Of course, you need to, to eat less carbs and probably practice intermittent fasting where you eat everything you're going to eat within an eight-hour period. That Those two generalizations really work. But there's also factors of genetics. Um, you know, I can't tell you how many people come into my office and when you see them and then you look at their kids or their parents, I mean, there's a, some genetic disadvantages with obesity. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's hormonal changes that are, that are getting involved, like you, thyroid, hyperinsulinemia, um, you know, and then when you get menopause or andropausal, that's definitely a weight. Uh, signaling modification. There's environmental factors um, like stress, like lack of sleep. I mean, it changes your DNA. There's also economic factors. There's no doubt that um, being obese used to be a rich man's disease. Now it's a poor man's disease because the quality of foods are cheaper. So there's a lot of, lot of things about that. There's medications for obesity. Well, um, and, and and that's one thing that that I want to, you know, bring up is when you when you mention medications, why aren't there more pills for obesity? 
Well, that's a good question. Why aren't docs prescribing more medications for obesity? Because it's a chronic problem. It's a chronic disease. Why would you treat diabetes with a medication or cholesterol with a medication, arthritis with a medication, and not treat obesity with a medication? Well, there are there are several new medications that we use for it um, because it has to be addressed as a chronic disease. Um, you know, one, I think. You know, so, so, so is it, is it the lack even, of addressing it as a, as a chronic disease? Is that the reason? Right. Well, a lot of it's because doctors don't even mention it because they're not real up to date on it. You know, they're, they're, okay. again, they're looking, you know, they're not looking at the trees for the forest and it, it's, they need to treat it like a chronic disease. Even, I think, 2% of doctors even mention that there's medications for disease, for chronic obesity. And 1% of obese patients will take a medicine for it. Now, there, you know, it's really a group of related diseases obesity is. And there are several drugs for it. But one reason people don't take them is because a lot of them aren't covered by insurance. And there's ways around that that I do all the time. Um, I use stuff off label, which we certainly can do. Um, and there's a perception that's a lack of willpower and that, a, that a, a pill won't cover it. Now, I'm not for putting people on a pill if they can cure it with a better diet, but it's, I'm telling you, they need help with this. They, they really need at least a jump start until you can get them on a, you say, a much lower carb diet. Um, but it's, it's a lot of it's a, a lack of physician knowledge. And, um, it's just not really, you know, I guess worth their time that they have to spend with the patient to address it. It's, it's far easier to just stick somebody on something and tell them their cholesterol's up. This, this will bring it down or this will bring your blood pressure down than really to address the whole complex, um, disease like obesity. It's hard. It, it seems like the doctors are, are, they're prescribing for some of the things that are a consequence of the big picture, which is the patient's obese. You know, you mentioned high cholesterol and stuff like that. They're, they're prescribing for that, but they're not prescribing for obesity in general. Right. They're, they're treating the, the, the things that are downstream from it, not addressing the cause. I mean, even some patients just need bariatric surgery. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, and very few take advantage of that. Um, it, granted, it's kind of a last resort for me for patients, but I certainly have recommended a lot of people to get bariatric surgery. The gastric sleeve is my favorite, but um, I mean, it, it just needs the whole thinking process about obesity needs to change because it's it's really killing our healthcare system. Um, I, 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 I so think much money. I think you said it best when you said, you know, it's the, it's the elephant in the room and, uh, and doctors and, you know, people in, in our industry just don't want to, don't want to talk about it. Uh, you know, whether it's for a lack of knowledge or, you know, sometimes it's a lack of time and I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's intimidating for, for a lot of physicians, you know, to, to address something as big, um, as obesity. Um, right. It's not really, their thought. it's not really their th their fault they weren't trained with it and you know they may pick up here bits and pieces about it but it's it's so complex and so 
multifactorial that it takes time, knowledge. I mean, I even use a psychologist in my practice because some of it, you know, may become psychological or, you know, uh, so at, in my practice, which I started out really treating obesity because I just got sick of the fact that I wasn't really helping a lot of people with mainstream medicine. I just didn't feel like um, I was doing them justice. Uh, but, you know, with the last 15 years of my practice, uh, I specialized in it and, you know, it's grown from there. And, you know, you kind of get known for, you know, looking into things a lot more deeply and addressing the root cause of the problem. And you get a lot of, you get a lot of success. It's very gratifying to treat, to treat this. And speaking of, of treating this, this, you know, this upcoming week, we're, we're, we're uh, recording this on a Sunday and uh, tomorrow, Monday is the week of Thanksgiving. It's the week of Black Friday and, and we're running our biggest special of, of the year. And, you know, one of those things that, that a lot of our patients take advantage of on the Black Friday week is HCG. Uh, is there any suggestions you would have for, you know, a patient if they're, if they're considering uh, getting HCG this week? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, HCG is one tool to get people into ketosis and lose 20, maybe 30 pounds in 26 days. I've used it for 13 years and, you know, at first I was skeptical of it, but it's, it's a great tool to get there. As long as you find out the reasons and you provide follow-up treatment, maybe medication, like we talked about, it's a great way to start. And I do, you know, once a year we run specials on almost everything we do. And it's just a way of saying thank you and um, getting ready for the holiday season. We've been doing this for years. It's been very successful. Um, you don't have to do it. Then you just call in and reserve it. One thing we do a lot of is HCG. And actually a good time to do HCG if you're going to do it is during, you know, load up on Thanksgiving and do it through the holidays. When the average American's gaining eight pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year's, you're actually going to lose 20 or 30 and not have to make a New Year's resolution to, to get it all, which is rarely kept. So that's just one of the things we do. We, we also use vitamin shots and some of the hormone specials and things like that. But it's just a good time to, you know, say thank you and for people to kind of reevaluate things and where they're headed to in the holidays. And um, hopefully we can we can yeah. And, and patients do do love it. And um, if, if any of you guys listening are, are interested, uh, we're running the special all week long. Um, like like Dr. Roger said, you, you can prepay. So call the office that's closest to you, Knoxville, Johnson City or Kingsport. Um, and we're happy to uh, to get you set up with with anything that's on deep discount. Um, Dr. Roger, I'm going to uh, let you go here and um, I'm conscious that it's your Sunday and I'm going to let you go. Um, as always, I appreciate your time and we'll get back at it uh, next week. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.